This is Women Road Warriors with Shelley Johnson and Kathy Takaro. If you drive long haul, short haul, or heavy haul, they're here to empower and inspire women in the trades on TNCRadio.live. So gear down, sit back, and enjoy. Welcome to Women Road Warriors with Shelley Johnson and Kathy DeCaro. We're a show designed to inspire and empower women in trucking, in the trades, and everywhere with informative guests, experts, celebrities, and people who are champions for women. I'm Shelley and... I'm Kathy. Every topic can be discussed on our rig and we want women to be the best they can be. We like to interview experts who offer guidance to women on topics that empower them. Dream guidance has been used for centuries by ancient societies. Dream enablement is something Carl Jung talked about. It's a practice of not only dream interpretation, but asking our dreams how to handle things in our lives and gain insight. Spontaneous dreaming is also part of our psyche that can lead to revolutionary things. Case in point, a young man dreamed of a tune that he initially called Scrambled Eggs. He later changed the title to Yesterday. His name is Paul McCartney, and that song became one of the most popular tunes around the world. John Lennon also used spontaneous dream inspiration for his music. Everyone dreams, but most people don't know that their dreams can be used for personal development. Therapist, dream expert, and founder of the Young Society of Utah and the Young Platform, Machiel Clerk, shares how, through dream incubation, you can manifest the life of your dreams just by cultivating an intimate relationship with your own dreams and taking the guidance you receive from your subconscious. All you have to do is ask the right question. Machiel holds a Master's in Depth Psychology from Pacifica Graduate Institute. He's been a mental health therapist since 2006 and interpreted 20,000 of his patients' dreams. He's the author of Dream Guidance. He's with us today on our show. Welcome, Machiel. Thank you so much for being with us. It's such a pleasure to be here, Shelley and Kathy. I've been looking forward to this. Yes. You know, this, Me is, such too. A, this is such a fascinating <laughs> subject, and I'm not sure everyone really has a handle on what their dreams mean. What is the significance of dreams? I thought a lot of professionals have said it's just a way for the brain to process everything we've encountered during the day. I don't believe that. Not one bit. <laughs> I'm sorry, Shelley. <laughs> nope. No, no, that's fine. I, I've heard that, though. Um, yeah. So what are dreams all about, Machiel? Well, indeed, it has been for a while in uh, theory, especially in uh, the scientific community, that dreams were uh, perhaps just the brain uh, reorganizing itself or, or deleting uh, information. Uh-huh. But even, even there, the, the uh, ongoing uh, discovery and, and study shows that dreams have to do with memory formation, yet uh, 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 and, and, and digesting emotional experiences. So they can really help with uh, with with uh, the digestion of trauma or pain or suffering, but what uh, what a lot of uh, people have experienced throughout their life, and of which there's enough anecdotal evidence, just like uh, Paul McCartney that you just mentioned, mm-hmm. is that dreams can come to people and provide uh, uh, support and guidance on their life path. Either they provide a creative solution or almost like a psychological X-ray of what goes on inside a person. We might have a dream about something that happens at the other side of the world or in the near future. So dreams 
uh, have the ability to uh, help and support a person on their life path. Well, I know that there's some people who keep dream notebooks. Yeah. Um, is that a helpful thing uh, to kind of maybe piece together uh, some sort of message? Yeah, ab absolutely. Because uh, to start with, if we don't uh, write down the dream immediately in the morning, 90% of the dreams seem to evaporate. Mm -hmm. And um, <clears throat> that uh, really has to do with that the, that the mind uh, becomes, uh, uh, the, the, the short-term memory becomes inactive at night. So we don't remember the dreams. So we have to write them down. And then what we also what people also see is that they have more dreams and that dreams also seem to know, oh, this person is listening to me. Let me give this person more help and more support. So it's very relational, the uh, engagement with dreams. What is actually happening with a dream? Is it our subconscious? What, what, what's going on there? Well, this is, of course, a, a big, uh, big question. Uh, what I've seen is that... Uh, uh, some aspects of the dream really have to do with the personal life of the person and uh, have uh, indeed a bit more to do with, uh, with what goes on throughout the day. And then at night we might dream about it. Other parts of uh, the dream seem to really indicate that we get uh, inspiration from uh, something that, that seems to be uh, not us. And that, uh, that comes with really interesting creative solutions or like a piece of music or the plot in a, for a book or my company, The Young Platform, I, I had a dream about. Uh, so I also think that we tap into something larger than ourselves that, uh, that can provide really creative solutions. And, and what would that be? Well, in uh, um, uh, Carl Jung would call it the collective unconscious. Mm -hmm. Some uh, traditions might call it uh, the divine or uh, the larger awareness. Then there are also uh, figures in the dream that uh, that are clearly not uh, not us. That uh, can even uh, we can even meet an ancestor uh, in the dream, mm -hmm. or uh, what uh, what the Greeks called uh, the daimon, a kind of a spirit guide that is there to support uh, us. Yes. So those are all the figures that we might encounter. Well, I know I've heard the term lucid dreaming, and people mm. quite often will see a deceased loved one and that sort of thing. Is that what you're talking about there? Or? Well, a lucid dream is a dream in which you know that you are dreaming. Okay. And uh, once you know that you are dreaming, you can do all kinds of experiments. You can uh, uh, ask for support or uh, if the dream wants to show you something that, uh, that's helpful for you. Mm -hmm. and, um, uh, but we could have, uh, whether we're lucid or not, uh, people might have a dream about uh, being visited by a deceased ancestor or um, you don't need to be lucid for that. You know, there, there was a guy I dated briefly who... <laughs> he would, I guess, bring uh, various tools to bed with him so he could incorporate them into his dream, which I remember at the time thinking that was rather strange. And I guess he was able to do that. <laughs> yeah. Well, but uh, that is, uh, there, there is something to that, uh, what you, uh, your intentions that you bring to the dream, uh -huh. that, they, that they will come back. So... Uh, some people uh, wanted to have inspiration for uh, for an, uh, a painting, and then they just put a white canvas next to their bed and told their dream, I would like to have some inspiration, and somehow okay. that, that works. You know, I personally have had this experience. I'm a writer, and when I have gotten maybe writer's block or uh, reached an impasse, 
I will sleep on it. And then all of a sudden, I'll have an inspiration when I get up in the morning. Is that what's occurring? Yeah, it, uh, um, uh, in, indeed. So the old idea is that, uh, that uh, people sometimes say sleep on it. Yes. And, then, uh, uh, and, and so you, by, uh, by own experience, have already noticed that uh, bringing an intention or just sleeping on an issue will uh, help and solve that, uh, that problem. Kathy, what experiences have you had with dreams? Oh, my gosh. Where do I start? It's more like it. Um, I began um, having dreams when I was 12, and they have been consistently out of this world, <laughs> literally. Um, I, I, I remember being 14 and teaching myself how to fly in dreams. Uh, I would, I like, um, Mikhail was saying that you can teach, you can learn, and you can when you realize you're in the dream. And like a, a, I'll give you an example. I used to fly off roost. I'd take a running jump, and then I'd flap my arms like you know, like a, like a bird with wings. And then of course I'd, I'd lose gravity, and then I'd realize, well, wait a minute, I don't need to flap my arms. I just need to think I want to be somewhere, and I'd be somewhere. So I just kind of evolved in my dreams. I, I learned how to become. Um, I would meet a, a, like a spiritual guide on, on the inner and I was taught how to become um, uh, invisible in times of distress. So, or like all sorts of things. My dreams have guided me. I've been writing them since 1985 faithfully. It's a discipline yeah. because you're right. You do, you do forget instantly. And so um, I'm very religious about, uh, writing them down immediately and um, when I look back every month I, I see progress but the biggest thing that I can say about my dreams is that um, they have guided me to what I needed to do next or where I was um, in, in any given situation and to this day I my dreams are, are premonition premonit for whatever that word is mm -hmm. um, they, they show me uh, I can, I have a hundred percent faith in where I'm at. I really believe I, I've dreamt of, I've relived past lives through dreams. I have uh, been able to find answers or solutions. Um, even I'm going to even say this, which I don't talk about too, too often anywhere is that when I was, when I get very sick, I can go to places on the inner and uh, find healing and wake up and feel and be better. You know, there's so many worlds, inner worlds that you can access through dreams. And um, it's it's a gift to be able to recognize that. Oh, absolutely. That, that is so beautiful, Kathy. And I'm so happy you uh, you share this also with us. Oh, it's been it's been quite the I'll give you I'll give you a short example. The last day I like I've been known that I had to quit drinking alcohol since 2006. They would come in the form of dreams always. Mm -hmm. Like my very first dream was the, the book of light was the size of the wall. And every time I would approach this book because my link to God was this light, um, the book would slam shut and I was devastated. And so it did that three times. But on the third time, out of the light, there was uh, words were randomly popping out and a voice was reading them. And it said, Kathy, as long as you drink alcohol, you will not have access to this book. And then it slammed shut. And, I, and I, it, it slammed shut so hard, I literally I fell out of bed. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. But it took quite a few series of dreams consistently showing me that, you know, that, okay, you're not getting anywhere as long as you're going to drink, mm. you need to quit drinking. So on the very last day of my drinking, um, 
May 1st, uh, 2011 or 12, I should say, I, um, I had a dream where a, a group of tribal women from the Atlantis era, they, were, they all had long brown hair down to their ankles, white dresses, and they're motioning for me to come to them. And so, and they were saying, my queen, my queen. I'm like, don't do that. Like, you know, that's awkward, weird. <laughs> but so I couldn't understand. They were talking to me in biblical hymns. And because I couldn't understand what they were saying, all of a sudden a biblical scroll popped up in the air, like giant scroll. Mm. And my name was on the scroll and it said, Kathy, you must quit drinking alcohol for every ounce of alcohol that touches your lips. 1000 people are affected negatively. So then all of a sudden I'm pulled out of the, out of myself and I'm looking at myself from, from above, like I'm below and I'm watching myself drink. And all I see is a ripple effect of dark tar kind of like blackness oh. oozing out of me and i'm like oh that's disgusting like i'm doing that <laughs> and then the, all of a sudden the scroll pulls me back and i'm looking at the scroll and it says but for every ounce of love that you sow 100,000 people are uplifted spiritually and so then i see myself again and this time i have love coming out of my heart and it was it was coming out in in the form of a rainbow like all around me and it, it reached worldwide and it said, then the scroll brought me, and I understood that love is stronger than, than any negative, um, anything negative that we're doing. And so I need to sow love instead. And so then the scroll went on to say that um, God needed me in one year's time and I cannot drink alcohol. And as I'm, as I'm waking up, I'm kind of, I'm watching myself pull out of the dream. I, um, the the ladies that had said we we've been following you for thousands of years and we normally don't allow you to remember but this you need to remember this dream and i woke up with that in my ear you need to remember this dream oh. of course i wrote it down but um it's interesting to note that exactly what that was the last time i ever had alcohol and wow. it's interesting to note that exactly one year from that day from that that dream when it said god needs you in one year's time i was i got the phone call to get this job offer from Imperial Oil, ExxonMobil, which changed, not only changed my life, but it um, has enabled me to help hundreds of thousands of people worldwide through everything that I do in my story. And um, had I be, had I still been drinking, I wouldn't had number one, I wouldn't have had the job. I wouldn't be where I am today. Right. And yeah. So, it's very, very consistent to me when it comes, these dreams, and it's it's very regular, and I understand them, and I can actually analyze them and say, okay, because you know as well as I do that every, every person, um, their dreams are unique to that individual, and it mm -hmm. means something to them that I don't necessarily believe you can get out of a book, right? Because it's, it's almost catered, yeah. designed to that person who's having the dream, right? Yeah, I totally agree. And and I, what what a profound set of dreams you had, and how beautiful it, how it demonstrates that dreams are on your side. They want to help you live your life and become you. And Absolutely. Um, yeah, that's just powerful. Stay tuned for more of Women Road Warriors coming up. Industry Movement Trucking Moves America Forward is telling the story of the industry. Our safety champions, the women of trucking, independent contractors, the next generation of truckers, and more. Help us promote the best of our industry. Share your story and what you love about trucking. 
Share images of a moment you're proud of and join us on social media. Learn more at truckingmovesamerica.com. Welcome back to Women Road Warriors with Shelley Johnson and Kathy Takaro. You know, your dreams have guided you, Kathy. They really have. Oh, it's it guided me nonstop, nonstop. And, and I'm saying not just um, like, here's another one that I had to, during that era when I was trying to quit drinking is that um, I uh, was being chased by my crazy ex with a butcher knife and I'm, oh. I'm in snow up to my, uh, up to my waist and I'm having a real hard time moving ahead, which it was where I was at in my life with that, literally that crazy guy. And all of a sudden there's this pickup truck that's just running and like, just, you know, ready for me to hop in. So I hop in the truck and it had, the, the truck had an energy around it so that uh, my ex couldn't come near it. Right. And nothing negative could approach it. And so all of a sudden, so I got my, I put my, I'm, I'm sitting there and I'm looking at him thinking, okay, I escaped one, one thing. And I look out the window, the, the, the windshield, and there's a, a really steep incline and it's sheer ice and it's filled with giant ice rocks. And I'm thinking, oh man, I left one, one chaos to get to another. How am I going to make it up this hill? Like it was really steep and it's like sheer ice. <laughs> so the, so the truck starts to make its way and my hands aren't, aren't, aren't on the, on the steering wheel. They're in my lap. The truck's making its way up this 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 slope and i didn't have faith in the truck guiding itself so i put my hands on the wheel and the second i put my hands on the wheel the truck slid all the way back down to where i started <laughs> and so the second time um the truck i took my hands off the wheel and the truck started avoiding all the obstacles and making it all the way to the top and it made it almost to the top and i was panicking i didn't have the faith and so i put my hands on the wheel again trying to control the truck well, guess what happened? All the way down the hill I went, right? back to the bottom, until the third time when the truck was making its way and driving on its own, avoiding the obstacles, I understood, oh, kind of like let Jesus take the wheel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just have faith in the universe and in God, and, and he, he will guide you. He will steer you literally to where you need to, book, to be. And so I never touched the wheel again, and I let myself be guided, and I made it all the way up the hill through the obstacles, and when I got up top there was a six lane highway kind of like here in LA with crazy traffic and the truck directed itself and I was fine and I woke up and so it's it's learning to have faith in something greater than yourself that can guide and direct you in everything that you need to do or be in life yeah beautiful and and how it also shows that if you give over to this uh, this invisible power or visible in the form of the truck it will actually uh, help you get up the mountain and and support you on your path and uh, in in ways that you as a just an individual could never do absolutely you know i find it interesting that truck was symbolic i mean you drive a truck cat <laughs> yeah you're right i never thought about that yes. <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. A, a real way of moving through life yes. and what, what what i also like about what you share kathy is these these are dreams that come to uh, to people uh, especially if they pay attention to them like uh, like you do with your journals and i've yeah. also had uh, several of these dreams that were so profound that helped me get back on my path because i was i got derailed in my early 20s and uh, uh was stuck and um, and then the dreams came that put me back on uh, on on a on life that was connected to a sense of purpose. And then in in how I worked it out in uh, in that book, Dream Guidance, is that you don't have to wait for the dream uh, to come to you. 
but you also can ask your dream for for uh, for supportive dreams, and so then you then you start really deepening that relationship even further. Yes, you're right. But most people don't think about that. A lot of people just think, oh, it's just a dream. It's, you know, it's nothing or no dreams are powerful. Like even in my own book, a dream big, I only put a chapter. It's called demons and dreams. Um, I only put four um, uh, like just very few of them. I just wanted people to, to, to recognize that they can tap into them and, um, it, whether it be good or bad, because a lot of people have nightmares and that's a whole other topic. I mean, I've had, I played with the Ouija board when we were, were teenagers and that opened up a portal and I had to fight for years. Mm. I, I, the minute I fall into, into the astral plane, into the sleep um, pattern, I'd be battling demons and entities. And when I was drinking, it's like they were literally attached to me. And it took a long time for me to rid myself of that. Ouija boards um, are scary things. Oh my gosh! Yeah, mm. yeah. Actually, my next book is based. It's it's fiction based on true events from playing the Ouija board as teenagers. But I'm kicking it up a, a notch, Stephen King style. <laughs> I had some scary stuff happen as a teenager after playing with a Ouija board, and oh I my god, never did it again. No, no, no. Yeah. We got rid of it. Like we had paranormal mm-hmm. stuff in our house. It's crazy. But yeah. but what that yeah. did is that opened up a portal, like in the dream world that I, I was either I can either go both ways and when I was drinking you, that or you know that just opens up the gates basically yeah, yeah. these entities to come to you so um yeah th- thankfully I've got 10 years sober and I don't have that I've managed to get rid myself of that but a lot of people um you know they 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 have sleep patterns where they're constantly reliving a nightmare and that's a whole other uh, whole other issue right Mm-hmm. Well, but but I what I also really resonate on when you say that how how dreams helped you get sober, and uh, uh, dream work can be a spiritual practice, and having Absolutely. a and having a spiritual life is one of these uh, uh, ideas as you know in in AA that will help uh, to for a person to stay uh, to stay sober, and I've uh, worked with uh, several addiction clinics here in uh, where I live, also on uh, on helping people. Uh, proactively ask a question to the dream, such as, what is one thing I can do to stay sober? And then the dream will come and show just one thing that can help on their path and mm-hmm. that, uh, that can help them live a more, because my bias is that the sober life is, is a better life, that can, uh, can lift them uh, uh, be happy and sober. Mm-hmm. So what is actually happening, Machiel, with our dreams? Are we asking ourselves? Are we tapping into ourselves, a deeper part of ourselves? Or are we pulling it from the universe? I know a lot of people think, wow, that's just, you know, <laughs> kind of woo-woo. But what what is really happening? Um, I, I don't think that there's a whole lot of understanding in the mainstream on what's happening with dreams. Yeah, what I, what I think that is... Uh happening is just like uh, um, we humans are like a little wave on the ocean. And uh, so we are uh, both an individual wave as connected to the ocean. And the same with, uh, with, with within dreams and with life. We are an individual, uh, yet at the same connected to something larger than ourselves. We could call it uh, the, the soul or uh, the collective unconscious or a mystery, mm-hmm. or some people would call it God. And uh, uh, so 
it uh, we're connected that way and sometimes we get information that has to do more with uh, with the wave and sometimes we get something from the ocean that uh, uh, can help us but often not only help us but is in uh, support for bringing our gift to community just like uh, Kathy uh, shared that uh, if she uh, uh, thinks and has loving thoughts it touches uh, uh, not just herself but uh, many other people and uh, that's because I think we're connected as a wave to the ocean and our our actions have an impact on uh, on the ocean as well that's amazing now there's some people who say they don't dream is it just that they don't remember the dreams right that that is it uh, all research uh, shows that uh, we have probably about two hours of active dreaming each night, okay. probably, probably between four and seven dreams. And uh, uh, because the short-term memory is uh, inactive, we don't remember it. And that, uh, it, it just, uh, people wake up and uh, just don't know that they, uh, that they did dream. Yet uh, the, the, the number one thing to dream recall is really telling the dream. I would love to have a dream uh, before you go to bed, and then the next day, uh, have pen and pencil, uh, of pen and paper ready, and and write it down. And then, people will have dreams, and maybe they remember two or three dreams a week, but that would be uh, would be sufficient. Sure. Now, I know that with my dreams, um, I don't always remember them. I probably should be more diligent writing things down so I'm more conscious of it. But my dreams can vary. Sometimes they can be nonsensical kind of a lot of different things happening in the dream that make absolutely no sense or I'm going back in time to a place where I've lived mm -hmm. and sometimes they're like a musical it's technicolor mm -hmm. it's got music in the background it's like a movie which is rather interesting mm -hmm. <laughs> that is yeah. that that, uh, that is that is what uh, what a lot of people re uh, report that some dreams make sense Mm -hmm. And uh, uh, instead of uh, focusing on uh, on what uh, might uh, a certain image or, or character mean, we could ask a question as, what is the uh, experience or what is happening in the dream? And then we often get a, a certain dynamic or a pattern, like I, I walk in the street or I enter the supermarket, I'm looking for ingredients and uh, I can't find them. We might think oh, that it's nothing, but if you would ask what is happening, then, then you would uh, uh, have more the question of, oh, I'm looking for something, I'm looking for ingredients. And then you could ask yourself, where in my life am I searching for some ingredients? And then, then even a more nonsensical dream or a, a banal dream start making some sense. So are we doing problem solving? I know that some people have repetitive dreams, the same mm -hmm. dream over and over and over. Is it something yeah. that we're searching for an answer? Yeah, and it is the answer has not yet been found by the individual. Therefore, the dream continues to knock on the door and say, hey, uh, here is an, uh, it's an issue that you fall in a certain pattern every time again, and this is what is happening. Mm -hmm. And uh, the moment we understand the message of the dream, or find a different way to respond to a certain uh, life situation, the, the repeating dream will disappear. So that will be the clue of, uh, of having found the right answer. What is uh, a nightmare then? Is, is that something different or is it also a problem solving or a warning uh, process that's going on? 
Well, yes, it's it's definitely a warning process. And you, usually it has to do with uh, either too much or too little fear. So nightmares are really fear dreams. And uh, uh, we have become really afraid for something. And now it starts taking on uh, bigger and bigger forms in our mind, uh, becomes monsters or people that chase us, or uh, we, we can't get to the steering wheel and we feel we're driving off the road. Um, and so the, the, the dream just shows what is going on inside of us and how we uh, are over, usually overly afraid for a situation. And if we could figure out who monster is in our life and how we can relate different to it, the, the nightmare would go away. And uh, uh, research shows that even just writing down nightmares uh, start uh, helping with uh, per people work through it. And then other dreams might come up with solutions. You're absolutely right, because I, I've noticed that as I'm writing my dream, I'm I'm because as I'm thinking about it, I'm thinking, what did that mean? But the second I put pen to paper, because I, I handwrite my dreams, um, I understand as I'm writing the, the significance. It's it's as if it uh, the fact the, the the effort of writing it down it opens up something, and you're like, oh, that's what that meant, or oh, now I can connect the dots, right? Yeah, you're right, yeah, absolutely. And 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 uh, uh, because when we wake up, we're still very close to that. Uh, a different state of consciousness that dreaming is and yeah. so things uh, it's like oh i was running through the jungle in, in vietnam and i'm like oh, yeah, what uh, what could that be if you write it down then uh, it, it takes on a different form and sometimes uh, it even takes a little bit of time and throughout the day uh, someone says something that uh, makes us think about a dream or we read a passage in a book and at once we think oh now i know what this dream uh, indicates yeah. Stay tuned for more of Women Road Warriors coming up. Trucking Moves America Forward, or TMAF, is building a positive image of trucking by telling the story of the hardworking drivers and industry professionals who support the industry. And you can be a part of it. Learn more about TMAF and how you can join and be a part of the industry movement working to build a strong image of trucking by visiting TMAF's website at truckingmovesamerica.com. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and our latest channel, TikTok. Welcome back to Women Road Warriors with Shelley Johnson and Kathy Takaro. I know that you can actually control a dream. I've done that. I've awakened and it was a really cool dream and I decided mm -hmm. I, I want to continue this dream and I have. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 yes, people people report that. I, I somehow have never had that experience, but uh, uh, it's also a, a form of intention setting. Just before you fall asleep again, you, you, you tell yourself, oh, I would like to re-enter the dream. Mm -hmm. And that intention uh, goes forward in the dream. And that is also where, where this whole idea is, is built around, that you can ask your dream a question because a question is a form of an intention and your dream will, will respond to you if it uh, has something to do with, uh, with your life path. In your book, Dream Guidance, you talk about incubation dreams and in a five-step process to yeah. get answers. I was wondering if you wanted to Cover that briefly so that people have an idea of what you're talking about. It's, it's, it's really fascinating. 
Yeah, what I've done is uh, after having uh, these spontaneous helpful dreams and see that in a lot of people, I uh, noticed that you could ask your dream a question before you could go to bed to get uh, to get help. And uh, so I tested it in myself and on, uh, on, on patients and clients and workshops. And then I did read in that uh, many cultures uh, has, uh, have found that uh, this is a helpful uh, method. And so I looked at what, what the elements were that makes this successful. And I could give you a, a brief example. Okay. Recently, yeah, recently there was a, 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 a man who uh, said, I'm, I'm back in the dating life and uh, I want to, uh, uh, but it, 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 it doesn't flow well. So he, he decided to ask the question, um, what is my biggest block in my dating life? And uh, so first he uh, identified, step one is that you identify that there is a problem somewhere in your life and that you want to have help with it. And then uh, step two is that you phrase the question. And I uh, work it out in, in detail in the book, but asking the right question is really essential because the dream will respond to it. And uh, um, so uh, the way you ask it is, uh, is really important. So this man asked, How, uh, what is my biggest obstacle in my dating life? Then he did uh, some ritual. And ritual is really a... Uh, uh, a, a way to let the dream know that from the from the little ocean, a little wave to the bigger ocean, that it wants some support and it wants some help. And maybe you burn a, a candle, you make a drawing, uh, you do something to indicate that you want support, so that you also put some time in it, and that you treat it as a relationship, as if you are consulting a wise inner uh, doctor or counselor that uh, can help. And then, of course, step four is that you uh, dream of sleep and dream. And step five is, uh, and I, I can uh, share quickly the dream that this person had. And he said, I'm driving in a car and I'm in a concrete of in a square tunnel. And before me, there is another car. And then I see a mountain lion. I come a little closer and I see, oh, no, it's a tiger. And uh, I, uh, I slam on the brakes and I drive back. I back up. So that was his dream. And so he writes that down and then he asked that question is what is happening in the dream? So you have to follow up on the dream, even if you don't completely understand it. And he asked the question, what is happening in the dream? And then uh, he said, oh, I'm driving somewhere. I'm in a tunnel that gives me a sense of, of what I'm, where I am and how I'm thinking. And I see something that scares me. And when, I'm, when I get scared, I actually back up. And then he thinks, well, let me figure out where in my dating life do I get scared? And instead of engaging, I, uh, I back out. So that, that gave him the first clue on, on how, to, how to approach on his quest for finding a partner. Interesting. So that, that would be the fifth step, reflecting on the dream and yeah. determining the lesson? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, also in your book on page 95, to be exact, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you, you, uh, you talk about meditating in bed. And yeah. I, I, I want to touch on that because it's something that I have been doing since um, I have been 14. My hmm. mom taught me how to, I was having a lot of anxiety, a lot of, uh, there's a lot of violence in my life and I, I wasn't dealing with it very well. Yeah. And, she uh, taught me the word hue, and it's, uh, it's, a, it's instead of saying aum, like it's, it's a meditational, it's an ancient 
name for God, I guess you could say it. It's Hugh. I've Hugh. heard of it. I've heard of yeah. it. Yeah. And I've been, I've been singing that. You sing it for 20 minutes um, mm. at, before you go to bed. And it's like one, like Hugh, like that, just over and over and over. And you tap in, you just close your eyes and you focus on your third eye. And it really, what it does, not only does it bring you peace and relieve anxiety, um, it, it helps sort the mind and it helps connect you and when you fall asleep it's it's almost as if it's a, a gateway to um to the dream world and it's i mean it, you can google it there's an app and, and i sing it every night i've been doing it for years mm-hmm. and, um that that form of meditation i think what people don't realize is that um, you have to almost prepare yourself for the dream world. <laughs> and when you talk about that meditating in bed, before, you know, before you fall asleep, lie in bed, meditate about your dream question for several minutes. I'm quoting your, your, your chapter there. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, you, you write, this is one of the most more helpful ingredients for triggering, triggering a dream that provides clear answers. And that's, that's so accurate. And I think people, you need to set yourself up for that. Right. And the meditation yeah. is just it's like a it's like a bridge. <laughs> there you go. That's the right mm-hmm. word. Yeah. 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 I, it, it's so fun that you um, have all these experiences that uh, that confirm what uh, what I've also discovered. And uh, uh, I think that uh, sometimes I've done this technique with people and they say, oh, it didn't work. And then we look at uh, at why would didn't not work. Mm-hmm. And it is often either they ask a question that is uh, either not really relevant or phrased in a way that is that's difficult for the dream to answer, or they are uh, a little bit what I would say sloppy in uh, in in it. They, it's almost like they say, "Oh well, dream, give me the answer." And yeah. uh, and they demand uh, responses, and that's not quite how it works. <laughs> no, no, I, I call it the I call it the ritual. It's my term for yeah. Yeah. Uh, singing, dancing, making a drawing, meditating, mm-hmm. all those things. If also in all these cultures, whether you go to the Buddhist culture or Hindu or African shamanism or, or just like us, we've noticed that if you engage in a respectful, heartfelt manner with mm-hmm. the larger mystery and, and spend some time on it, that it just set the stage and that it uh, has a higher ability for, for the dream to come to you and know, oh, yeah, Kathy, I know you're really interested. I, I, I would love to help you. And yeah, and, not, and be consistent, not just try it for two days. Oh, it doesn't work and then give up. Right. Sure. Give it at least a month being con- yeah. and if you can be consistent, say, OK, nine o'clock every night. This is my time. Turn the TV off. Turn all that negative crime shows, all that. Mm-hmm. Um, and just yeah. this is my time for me to help myself and open up myself to be a better channel, to 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 link, to be that link. Well, for me, it's the hue for other people. It's other other things. But for me, my, my form of meditation is that. And yeah. I, I'll, I'll even sing the hue when I'm driving, if I'm anxious or if mm-hmm. I'm, I'll sing it in the morning. Um, and it helps me. So people have to find what helps them. But I do highly recommend the hue because I've been doing it for so long and it works. Sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it sounds like you're actually maybe changing your brainwaves or something mm. uh, with with a tone like that. I think it's also you're elevating your vibrations to yeah. a different um, level. Mm-hmm. And um, and I really, really believe that before you fall asleep, 
what you watch on TV or what you're reading or what you're, or, you know, people are, are say they have a fight as a couple and they go to bed angry. I think yeah. every little thing that you do before you fall asleep yep. has a direct impact on, on your, on your dream world. Yes. Yeah. I've noticed right? that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, or, I, or eating eating a large meal before you go to bed like that that's definitely not good <laughs> so, yeah, yeah I, I i've even heard from people that said oh i was reading this book and then in the in the dream i i, I continued uh the story and uh-huh. uh, sometimes they feel they had better better stories than the book really uh really was when they picked it up the next day well, oh, here's one. Uh, this happened. This is the last time I watched a crime show before I went to bed. I fell asleep and I was watching that Paula. Oh, God, what, what her name is. Paula Zahn. Mm, okay. uh, true crime. And so I fell asleep and I was listening to it and it was still playing and the TV was on. And I fell asleep and I fell into the astral plane and whatever she was talking about on TV, this woman was being murdered. Mm-hmm. I, I, dreamt i was with that woman and i i was with her her like she was dead and the um, i was with her i guess her soul and um we were watching the man who was murdering her and she was he was letting her like he would strangle her and then release and then strangle her and then release so she was kind of in and out of death and i was with her and i was watching and she 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 kept saying kathy i gotta go i gotta go help this i gotta go help myself i have to live (laughs) and it was so traumatic for me watching her die, watching the killer and watching the whole thing. And she took off running towards her own body. And I ended up, uh, I was driving a car, I ended up driving into the ditch and I had to, to get this man to help me out. But that's, that's when I woke up, but I realized that, um, it's a very fine line, right? So everything you do, and it was so real. It was, Oh yeah. my gosh. Like I was there with this woman as she was dying. Like that's, it was, yeah. So now it's like, yeah, no. So anything I do before bed, I make sure it's almost sacred. <laughs> so, yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. Makes sense. That, yeah. that brings to my mind. Um, a lot of people take their, their phones to bed with them. That's probably a big no, no, isn't it? Oh, it, it is indeed better uh, because everything that you, that you do sets you up for the night. And, and in, a, in a certain way, like how Kathy described uh, the whole ritual before going to bed and, and being serious about uh, uh, asking a question or preparing for uh, uh, the mystery to come in, is also an act of self-love. It's, uh, I, I care about uh, my life, I care about me, and I'm going to give uh, some space and time for the, the ocean or the mystery to come in and nurture me and support me. And uh, it, it does take some time and we need to rip ourselves off of the uh, addictive quality of uh, television or the phone yep. and, 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 and let our minds just uh, get, uh, get in a different state so that we're open. Because in that, that kind of high-paced, anxious, uh, speeding up state, it's much more difficult for the deeper vibrations of uh, the universe to come in. Sure. So we would do ourselves a, a favor uh, by cutting ourselves off from uh, the, the phone and whatever else. Oh, yes. Well, I, I think too many people are addicted to their phones anyway and electronic devices. They're losing sight of themselves. Mm-hmm. They're yeah. externalizing everything in, into this device and trying to gain insight from, you know, Alexa <laughs> instead yeah. of themselves. Yeah, yeah. 
Stay tuned for more of Women Road Warriors coming up. Industry movement Trucking Moves America Forward is telling the story of the industry. Our safety champions, the women of trucking, independent contractors, the next generation of truckers, and more. Help us promote the best of our industry. Share your story and what you love about trucking. Share images of a moment you're proud of. And join us on social media. Learn more at TruckingMovesAmerica.com. Kathy DeCaro is nothing short of amazing. She not only drives the world's biggest truck as a heavy equipment operator in northern Alberta, Canada. She's an international motivational speaker and the author of Dream Big, an autobiography about overcoming a lifetime of trauma and abuse that led to dreams of success. Kathy inspires people the world over to change their lives and improve their self-worth. Her book will change your life. She's passionate about personal growth and believes anyone can change their circumstances and overcome their obstacles if they believe in themselves. Her life will amaze you and seriously inspire you. Be sure to order a copy of her book, Dream Big, on Amazon.com. Welcome back to Women Road Warriors with Shelley Johnson and Kathy Takaro. We have a couple minutes left, Machiel. I wanted to have everyone know where they can find your book, Dream Guidance. Uh, this is just wonderful information. Thank you. Yes, the, the, the book is uh, available on uh, Amazon and Barnes & Nobles. There's a website uh, called Book Depository, which uh, delivers the book uh, for uh, without delivery cost anywhere in the world. So if you happen to live uh, somewhere that uh, there's no Amazon or Barnes & Noble's book depository. But you can also find all of that on uh, on my website, machielklerk.com. I will spell it quickly, M-A-C-H-I-E-L-K-L-E-R-K.com. And um, yeah, people can find uh, find the book there. And I hope that I wrote an, uh, an, an uh, um, uh, easy-to-read book, and it is not uh, overly uh, long. But uh, I hope I think it's very applicable for people to just get started, even if you've never dreamt or you've not uh, paid attention. This will give you some tools to to start and uh, and experiment and, and learn for yourself that there is this guiding force uh, in you, out you, outside of you that is interested in helping. This is so insightful. I, I, this is exactly what people need. I think that people have lost sight of themselves. And they need to come to yeah. grips with that again. On page 126, you write about your, your chapters titled Nurture Your Relationship. And it says, the goal is to become attentive to what is present. Listen with a kind ear to one's own intuition and have the world of dream infuse your waking reality so that you may live a dream life. I love that. I, do I absolutely too. love that. Thank you. Yes. I, and and. And I think that, uh, that the dream is not just uh, active at night, that state of consciousness, the ocean is always present. And uh, in dreams, it uh, can come easily to us because we're in a certain frequency to receive it. And the more we uh, are attentive to it, the more this information comes in the day life by 
intuition, synchronicities, uh, uh, helpful moments that we experience. Uh, we I call to- it waking dreams. Yes. Wake- yes. Right? Yes. Yeah, I, I was going to ask if, if that would broaden our perspectives and inability to do that sort of thing. So wonderful. Yeah. yeah. This is such a big topic that I, I think we could just talk so much more about, oh, my gosh, um, to really delve into other like nightmares or other, you know, waking dreams or soul travel and uh-huh. leaving our body when we're when we're sleeping and actually looking at ourselves and oh my gosh i i, I think shelly we should have him back when you i get you i absolutely come back. There, there's so many things to unpack here and your insight is absolutely terrific <laughs> i really appreciate you being on the show well well thank you and i've had uh, uh, uh fun and find it very soulful to be here and uh, uh love to return when uh, when you feel uh, there's a good time for that Yes. Well, thank you very much. This has been an absolute wonderful conversation. Yes. This is going to be really helpful to our listeners. Thank you, Bakiel. Thank you, Shelley. Uh, thank you, Kathy. Uh, it was uh, a joy to be with you. You've been listening to Women Road Warriors with Shelley Johnson and Kathy Takaro. If you want to be a guest on the show or have a topic or feedback, email us at info at tncradio.live. Thank you for listening to another great interview on tncradio.live. All of the material you hear on tncradio.live on our website, our broadcasts, or our podcasts are copyrighted. There can be no distribution without the express consent of tncradio.live and its partners. For inquiries, write us at info at tncradio.live.